Ladies and gentlemen, this one's for you, Dr. Bear, for this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Yay! <laughs> I give him a big bear cuddle. Big bear cuddle! Yay! <laughs> a visual meme on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm just that cruel. Cue music. Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Whoa, we're going to have company! Loud noises! Hello. Hi. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantarmaja. And I'm 150. In pod years. <laughs> what is that? And I'm the Michael Podcast Lister. episodes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I got it now. I got it. I got it. You beat me to the punch. God dang it. Oh, Lord. Um, and you're now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes. <laughs> I suppose you're Featuring Michael Lister. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 150 episodes under this name. Yes. We so should change it. We should <laughs> a third name. Yes. No, no. I, think I'm, I think we're good with this one. Yeah, at least with the other one we had to change it because it didn't really make sense. Because <laughs> we were after a while it didn't. Because yeah. we weren't on Fridays anymore. <laughs> oh boy, throwbacks. Um, <laughs> hello, welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> Fulia, yes. is there a highlight of your last week you'd like to share with us? Uh, well, not a lot has happened, but um, I have been, you know, catching up on some shows and stuff. Um, managed to watch the first episode of Walker. Yes. Which, which was interesting. Thoughts? Please tell me everything. I haven't watched it. So it's pretty much a crime cop show drama. Yeah. That's literally all it's going to be. It's not too dark like CIS uh, and, you know... No, and CIS, CSI... CSI and all that sort of stuff, yeah. It's not as dark as that, but it's not too light either. So it's kind of like in the middle type of thing. Okay. Um, and it was it was interesting, and I think I'll, I'll probably continue watching it. All right. Yeah. Cool. I'm enjoying it. Like, there are a little bit of humorous moment, moments as well, um, but then we get back into the whole uh, premise of the show, which is, you know, doing the crime, and because they're Texas Rangers. Yes. <laughs> catching, <laughs> catching the criminals. So yes. they're like a um, walker Texas Ranger. I get it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how is how is Jared in it? Jared's actually pretty good. Um, he's kind. He's not channeling Sam too much, which is really good. Okay, good. Um, and he's but he is doing a very good job as Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Yeah, and I don't know. Like it's only been the first episode, so my first impressions so far are so good. Um, but I'm not sure what to expect for the rest of it because the first the first episode literally sets up what happens to his wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was also played by his actual wife. Actual real life wife. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, it's just literally like he's got troubling teen um, kids and just always working and always stressing out about, you know, what happened to his wife and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just okay. sort of sets up what the season's going to be about. Cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's Walker. Um, nice. I'll, I'll definitely keep watching that and keep you guys posted. Please. <laughs> I also caught up on WandaVision. Yes. Which we will talk about later which on. Which we will talk about later on. <laughs> yes. Hold that thought. Oh, do we have um, to? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oi. Oi. <laughs> um, and I'd say the most significant thing for me uh, for the week was I got to attend a wedding that got postponed mm. last year mm-hmm. three days out yeah. from their actual wedding date. Goodness. So it got postponed in March. Um, oh, wow. That long ago. Yeah. So last year, March, and they were three days out from having their wedding and then bang, lockdown. Um, so they had to postpone until the weekend just passed Mm -hmm. and it was absolutely wonderful and very magical and i'm so glad to have been able to witness it oh good yes i've I've known i've known the bride since she was probably in primary school yeah i've known her for that long that's roughly roughly about 20 years showing my age uh (laughs) but um yeah it was absolutely wonderful and i consider her like a little sister so she's She's absolutely gorgeous. Her dress was beautiful. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm very happy that she got to marry her best friend that she met at tennis when she was a kid. Oh. So they've been together for a long time. Oh, this long time coming. Yeah. That's really sweet. Very romantic. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. That would probably be my main highlight of the week. How about yourself, Michael? Well, um, yeah, it's been a bit of a cruisy week this week. Um... I've uh, been mostly doing me working and me watching TV. Um, I'm actually starting to uh, get a lot of uh, Doctor Who novelization books. A couple that I've been missing. I'm I'm starting to get them in order, and I've got the first one today. So I've been reading them. And oh, cool! And they're a good read. I mean, they're for like uh, young people. I mean, it is Doctor Who. It is a fa- family show, after all, so you shouldn't take it too seriously because, <laughs> you know, it's it's for children. And if you're trying to get something a bit more nuanced, a bit more grown-up, then you're a dickhead. And <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's been, that's been fun. I've been, uh, cool. been going back on doing my reading of my Doctor Whos and... Uh, um, I actually, it, it's coming up my birthday soon, so I actually went out yeah. and actually bought myself a couple of prezzies for myself, and I bought this thing. Yay. And my, my show, it's, uh, it's a poster. Oh! Someone's been to my, sorry, our, our work. work. <laughs> Very yeah, cool. I, I, I've been to JB, and I had a look at it, so, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I need, I need something, I need, because I've got posted notes, like, uh, everywhere of saying, hey, you need to watch this, you need to watch this. And I thought, you know what, I might buy myself, like, a, a scratchy. So it's a scratchy poster that's got uh, 100 box sets. 
Uh, and I'm thinking of probably doing them within a year, maybe. That's a challenge. That's a challenge for me. Mm, that is a big challenge. Yeah, very big challenge. Yeah, so video coming soon. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <I> hope so. <laughs> it will be an unboxing, an unboxing of the... Because I actually don't know what's actually on here, so... Oh, it's in the fine print, but I can't really read it. But, yeah, that's going to be a bit of fun, a bit of a, a, bit of a content... Contents for the for the Fred, are saying what's cool. Yeah. What's Michael scratching? <laughs> I call it <laughs> Michael. Scratch. Michael scratching sniff. <laughs> you can't scratching with Mike. Scratch, scratch and watch. <laughs> scratch scratch and watch. Yeah, that's probably a good one. Yeah, this is a good round table for <laughs> good content. Um, what do we call it? It's a nice. round, it's a writers group. Writers writers block. Writers, no, that's yep. something no. else. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, my brain's going because it's very hot in my shed. Yeah, it is very warm. Here and I'm in hoping Melbourne my laptop and... doesn't die. Funny. Yeah, so are we. Yeah. yeah. Praying. Yeah. yeah fa- funny enough, uh, speaking, about, speaking about laptops, uh, <laughs> nah, I shouldn't. <laughs> what happened to the what? laptop? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> mystery. Yes. It is a mystery, Ben. I solved it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, for future context, uh, what? Uh, make sure you listen to the week of my birthday. So. I... Okay. Anyway, okay. What about you, Kendall? What have we'll you been keep, doing this week? We'll keep an eye on that one. <laughs> Over to you, Kendall. Yes, yes, me, me. Uh, yeah, I've had a very good week this week. Um, done a few things, been to the movies a couple of times, um, and watching a bunch of stuff. And yeah, I think if I had to pick a, a main highlight, it probably would be from last night, Saturday night in in Melbourne. Christina and I got together and had our little Viking uh, night instead of a day, which was cool because uh, we hadn't been to IMAX yet and that was one of the cinemas on our list. Mm. Uh, and turns out that they were showing a uh, basically a concert film um, from one of our favourite bands, Muse, uh, for their latest album that came out a couple of years ago. And this was a, a concert that was filmed over two nights um, at the O2 in London back in 2019 and uh, the tour never made it to Australia because of COVID I'm pretty sure so that's disappointing but cool that we still got to see it and like on the gigantic screen that it was and it was freaking phenomenal um I yeah like I've seen them live twice before and they really are one of the best live bands that I like out there just in general but that I've ever seen um like the show they put on, just the lights and the costuming and the staging and the theatricality of the whole of the whole thing. Oh my god, I just dropped my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put that over there. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, really, really good time. I was smiling the whole time, and it was like it, it was weird watching a concert in a cinema because you like you can't. You know, I, I wanted to like get up and like dance or. Like, uh, or I was gonna ask you what the around. experience would have been like. But it was good. Like I was like nodding my head and tapping my feet, and you know, Christina was singing along, and other people were singing along. Like, oh, that's good. So it was yeah, it was a good vibe, good experience. There was yeah, there was a lot of people there, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was 
bloody awesome. Um, and especially because I haven't been to IMAX in a long time. Mm. So it was it was good. But I, I, funny though, I learned that I can't watch Top Gun Maverick there because they showed us the trailer for it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> before before the movie, and uh, I got motion sickness Ooh, pretty bad. <laughs> it's yeah. like no Top Gun and IMAX for Kendall. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh well. Yeah, sad face. Um, but that's okay. It was a great time, and yeah, we went out for dinner before that as well, and then we went out for drinks afterwards, and yeah, it was that it was must have been, you know really good night. Yeah, it was a really great night. Yeah, really great night. Just mm-hmm. took us both forever to get home though. <laughs> I <laughs> took, can imagine. It, yeah, it took Christina two hours to get home, and it took me an hour an hour and a half, nearly two hours. So mm. yeah, but that's all right. It was worth it. We'd do it all again. Um, it's freaking awesome. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, That's indeed. Cool. Um, okay. All right. So that was the week that was for us. Now that means it's time to check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alrighty, it's nerdy news time and kicking things off. Uh, we have some sad news to report. Um, an icon of the reporting and hosting game, Larry King, passed away uh, this weekend uh, at the age of 87. Um just an absolute legend, a trailblazer in in media uh, for his entire career, over 50 years working in the industry. Um, It is said that he has interviewed over 50,000 people. Like, he's given over 50,000 interviews during his time, Um, especially during his tenure on Larry King Live on CNN, which was 25 plus years, I believe before he retired and then he ended up doing another show uh, on a separate streaming service um, almost up until he passed. I think he was still doing doing shows. Um, but yeah, he was a, an Emmy Award winner and a Peabody Award winner, so very well respected and a big name. And um, Actually, I would like to mention one of the few uh, f- names in, in uh, the press that actually uh, gave Michael Jackson a fair go. Because um, most 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 people in the press really went after him, as we all know. Um, but he was when the trial was going on in two thousand five. He was actually presenting the facts from both sides, um, being you know just and fair the way all news should be reported. Uh, so I just wanted to acknowledge that that he he had a he had a good head on his shoulders. So Larry King uh, leaving us at eighty seven. He will most definitely be missed. Okay, moving into other news now, and we've got an interesting Marvel tidbit to share with everyone. I don't know if this is officially confirmed, but this seems to be likely, I suppose, at this stage. Matt Damon um, has recently landed in Australia, in Sydney, to, uh, it seems, join the cast of Thor, Love and Thunder, which is uh, about to get underway. uh, Filming in Sydney at Fox Studios. Very, very exciting. Um... But yeah, it was reported that he and his family just landed and they've entered their two-week quarantine as part of the COVID requirements for, you know, making sure everyone's COVID safe and not bringing diseases with them and all of that jazz. So, uh, but yeah, no idea if he's going to be, you know, popping up in some way like he did 
in in Thor Ragnarok where he played Loki in the little play at the start <laughs> of the film, which was just one of the my favorite cameos ever. I think it's just absolutely brilliant. So who knows what kind of capacity he's going to be in, but really cool to see him. Uh, yeah, just popping up in this movie uh, when it eventually comes out. So that's really, really awesome. Crossing the Pond to DC, uh, Zack Snyder during the week uh, has implied on uh, social media and to some news outlets that um, his Snyder cut of Justice League is actually going to be released as a film. Like initially thought, a four-hour movie, uh, not as a miniseries. Uh, some websites seem to be speculating that what he means is that we're going to be getting all four parts of this so-called miniseries in one hit, like a Netflix drop would do, not like a Disney Plus one at a time kind of thing. Um, so it might still be a miniseries, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be, seems like we're going to be getting it all on the one day when it is released in a couple of months from now. So that's pretty exciting on HBO Max for those in America and yeah, still unclear where we're going to find it in Australia, probably on Binge or Foxtel, I'd imagine. But um, it's going to be exciting. Don't have to drag it out week after week. So, yeah, that'll be nice. Um, Into other movie news now. We have a plethora of delays again. (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, I am so upset (laughs) to report all of these movies that we've been aching to see have been pushed back. Starting with Morbius. Um, got moved again. Oh dear! It got moved. It got moved last week. <laughs> Date night's week, been moved. moved. Date night's been moved, Mike. <laughs> Sorry, but you have to break break the news to Sammy. Um, yes, very very strange that they would you know announce that Morbius is moving from. Um, you know, March to to August. Uh, sorry, October, not August. I wish uh, October. Uh, but then a week later, they're like, "Oh, let's just move it again." So Morbius is now coming out on the twenty first of January next year. So it's an entire year now until we get to see Jared Leto's Morbius on the big screen, and I am very depressed about it. Um, the other big shift, of course, uh, the OG shifter, No Time to Die. Uh, the upcoming James Bond film, Daniel Craig's last time as 007. Yes, Michael. <laughs> no time to die. More like no time for this movie. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you're, you're correct. Um, you are correct. No time to die uh, has moved, um, unsurprisingly, from its uh, upcoming release date of the 2nd of April uh, to the date Morbius would have taken, uh, so the 8th of October. Ugh. Uh, yeah, yeah. There Groans. goes my movie marathon yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, very frustrating. You can add to uh, it. Ghostbusters, huh? You can add to add it. Add to it. Yeah. <laughs> add to it, yeah. Yeah, just drag it out longer. One movie a month. Well, and then yeah. eventually by the time you're done, it'll be out. <laughs> yeah. Like, shit. Um... All right, Ghostbusters Afterlife, um, this highly anticipated uh, sequel to Ghostbusters 2 um, that I've personally been dying to see. It was moved from 2020 into the 11th of June this year. Sadly, has now been pushed back uh, five months to uh, Remembrance Day, the 11th of the 11th. Um, Uncharted, starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, uh, that was supposed to come out um, 
in July this year, but they've now moved it uh, a, a quite a while uh, to the 11th of February next year. A Quiet Place Part 2, which uh, I'm super, super keen to see. I also saw the trailer for that in IMAX last night, and I was like, oh yeah, that movie's coming out soon. And now it's not. Um, <laughs> it was supposed to be coming out on the 23rd of April, a full 12 months after its initial release date. Um, but uh, now it's coming out later this year on the 17th of September. Uh, Peter Rabbit 2. Why, why is that supposed there? to come out on... S- I uh, fool you. Um, hey! <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Well, no, I mean, you know, some people give a shit about, about Peter Rabbit, and I wanted to appease those of, of, of us who listen, people who listen, who like kids' movies. I don't know. It's there. Peter Rabbit 2 was supposed to come out on the 2nd of April, has moved now to the 11th of June. Uh, and lastly, uh, The King's Men, which was another one a few of us were looking forward to, the prequel to The King's Men franchise, um, was going to be coming out pretty soon on the 12th of March, but uh, no longer will be released on the 20th of August. <sighs> Damn it. Getting, getting sick of this. That's okay. It's all right. There's a vaccine coming, people. We're going to be fine. Yeah, but Hopefully, thanks to ScoMo, is- we're not going to get it until next year. Well, as long as America and the UK can be bloody vaccinated so these movies can come out, I'll be happy. Because yeah. <laughs> the reason they're moving is because America is fucked at yeah. the moment. I mean, they're slightly less fucked now because they have an actual president in charge, so that's good. Yeah, um, that is to be seen. <laughs> but still, yeah, Scott God, Morrison, we'll you had one we'll fucking job. You had one fucking job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's... Yeah, anyway... No politics. Um, okay. <laughs> so, I miss that's Wayne. the movie delays. The, mi- <laughs> yeah. the movie delays, those are they for this week. Um, stay tuned for more because I am just holding my breath now and praying that Black Widow doesn't get moved. Uh, but we'll see. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not confident, man. Maybe. I'm not confident. <laughs> Maybe, 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 maybe it will move until 2022. Anyway, in other news. It's so depressing. In other news, something kind of fun and interesting could be good, hopefully. There is a Naked Gun reboot in the works um, from Seth MacFarlane, creator, of course, of Family Guy and American Dad. Um, And he's been asking whether or not Liam Neeson would like to uh, take on the role of Frank Drebin as made famous by Leslie Nielsen in the original films and TV series Police Squad. Um, Liam Neeson has not said either yes or no to this. He just mentioned it while he was doing a promotion for his recent film that just came out, The Marksman. Um, Because he's getting on in years, he's thinking of retiring from action movies specifically, so something like Naked Gun would be a lot less hard on, on the old niece. So... Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that works out well. I mean, he he and Seth MacFarlane have worked together previously in A Million Ways to Die in the West, and that was a really fun film. I really enjoyed. Um, and I don't know. I think Seth MacFarlane's probably a good a good name to to bring a fresh take, I suppose, to this uh, 
this franchise. So it's it's being called a reboot, not a remake. So let's clarify that. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, more franchise-ish news: uh, sequels, prequels, reboots, remakes. Uh, there is a Willy Wonka prequel in the works at the moment. It's going to be told uh, titled Wonka um, from Paddington director Paul King. Uh, it's basically going to be uh, telling the story of Willy Wonka and his rise to, you know, uh, essentially, you know, opening the factory and opening Wonka Chocolate and becoming that Willy Wonka that we know from the Roald Dahl novel um, and have seen many times in film now. So, but yeah, it's going to be young, young Willy Wonka making his way. We'll see. See if it's any good. No casting, no writing, no anything else announced but we do have a release date so far of um i mean they've said it for a couple of years from now so we they might be okay uh the 17th of march 2023 wonka will be released all right in tv news we got some star wars news at the top of the show and this is kind of sad to me just because we're not sure how well this is going to go but the upcoming andor series that's going to be on Disney Plus um, starring Diego Luna's Cassian Andor, his character from Rogue One, set five years before the events of Rogue One. Um, according to uh, K2SO himself, Alan Tudyk, um, he's not in season one at all, uh, despite a lot of reports from the Investor Day saying that uh, he would be in it. Apparently he's not. The writers of the show uh, do have a plan for a season two, though, that looks to bring K2SO into the fold, into the cast and the story. So uh, if uh, all goes well with season one, we'll get to see Alan Tudyk return and reprise his role as K2SO. But that makes me upset because I thought it was going to be Cassian and and K2 just being badasses (laughs) in the season one. And we're going to have to wait and pray that uh, people watch it. And I'm sure they will because it's Star Wars. And there are a million, million, million trillion Star Wars fans out there. So I'm sure it will do well. Um, And lastly, in the news, uh, there's some Game of Thrones news afoot. There's another prequel series coming to HBO. This one is based on um, a series of novellas that George R.R. Martin's been releasing since the late 90s. they are, which are collectively known as a Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. Um, basically, it is called the ta- like the series will be called the Tales of Dunk and Egg. And Dunk is uh, Sir Duncan the Tall, um, who is the future Lord Commander of the King's Guard under the reign of the future King Aegon uh, V Targaryen, who is Egg in this show. So it's it's two young chaps in Westeros getting up to mischief, I think, and adventures. So, um, could be fun. Apparently this has been on a lot of Game of Thrones fans' radar for a while, that they were expecting this to be made into a show, so no surprises there from them. But, uh, yeah, hopefully it's, hopefully it's good, but, you know, we don't know if it'll, if it'll be picked up or not, because they're hard at work at doing this house, uh, what, House of the Dragon or whatever, the Targaryen family prequel show at the moment. And the Naomi Watts starring Game of Thrones prequel ended up getting cancelled before it even got under production. So who knows what'll happen? Um, I don't really care either way because Game of Thrones has lost me interest because <laughs> I've been burnt badly. Uh, okay, that's the nerdy news. Uh, lots to talk about and unpack this week. Uh, Fulia, what are your thoughts? 
Uh, first of all, just pay my respects to Larry King, an absolute legend in the TV industry. Um, and many, many condolences to his family. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Damon being cast in Thor Love and Thunder. My gosh, like, if it's any, if he's anything to go by from, what was it, Ragnarok? <clears throat> yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it's a completely different character, though. I'm sure it will be. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably will be. Yeah. And look, give him some, give, give, you know, it's, it's a... It's going to be something different. Like, we're getting in to get the, the bigger name, the A-listers, A-list celebrities that are coming into the MCU by the look of it. Yeah, so yeah. They're trying to drag in as many of them as they can. Heavy hitters. <laughs> and they're, they're kicking it off with Matt Damon by the look of it. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how we go. I need to find out what the character is first before yes. I can... Say anything else? Yeah, yeah. I guess we we won't know. Probably. Yeah. yeah like who knows closer. him? Whether he's going to be an actual physical human looking character? Yeah, he could be an alien. Or he or could something. be an alien looking character. He could just be a voice. Who knows? Or he's reprising he his role as uh, uh, as guardian <laughs> actor. actor. Yeah. <laughs> as guardian actor number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that could be Who fun, knows? honestly. But yeah, I'm 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 down. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see what happens with that. Um Zack Zack Snyder. Okay. It's a film. I always thought it was gonna be a film. I never thought it was gonna be a miniseries. Yeah, okay. Um so I'm <clears throat> kind of not surprised about that statement. Cool. Um so I never really I mean I may have heard Maybe one little thing about the fact that it might be a mini series, but yeah, I've only ever like for me that just felt more like a rumor, and okay. then yeah, because I always thought it was going to be a film anyway. So yeah, sure. That's that was my initial thought, and I never really looked back from that. Damn these bloody movie delays! Uh, Ugh. Yeah, it's, Come on, it's depressing. I just want to see you know time to die <laughs> before I die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Nice. I... nice. <laughs> Mike approves. Better than my joke. <laughs> no, they were both pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, man, I've been kicking myself to get back into watching all of the other Bond films because I've only seen the first nine so far. Um, and I want to continue, but now I can't. I'm going to have to find other sources. Yeah. Because Stan no longer has the no. dang rights. And Amazon Prime on the American side of things has it, but not Australia. Um, and yeah, and I think Amazon prevents people from using VPNs, if I'm not mistaken. From what I've heard, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Fucking Bezos. Not, not happy. Not happy, Jim. <laughs> no. So uh, I either have to fork up some money to get the box set, yeah. or <laughs> alternative means. You you do you do work at a JB Huffer. Yeah, but no no amount of discount is gonna get me a cheap box set of Bond films. No, just buy the ones that We've you got need. 30... <laughs> We've got thirty percent off at the moment, Fulia. Uh, okay. Uh, and Fulia, if you go to a cash converters, there's bound to be some bonds in there. 
I've yeah, they, never been to a cash convertible. Yeah, they've probably got Never Say Never Again. <laughs> the one you can't get anywhere. Except that was on Stan. Mm. And now it's nowhere again. Yeah. Sad. That's sad. Ah. That's sad. That's fine. You'll the fine. only reason why I don't want to buy the box set is because I know that with this film about to come out, then I'd have to go and buy that. So I like I've made it this thing where even with TV shows, if I'm gonna buy a box set, I'm gonna wait until, until it's, it's all done, all done and I, complete. Well, I don't think they're gonna stop buying, no. stop uh, making uh, Bond films. Yeah, which is that, that's yeah, why, the one franchise that'll never end. That's why you buy them just individually. Well, that's what I did with the MCU. That's what I done with Supernatural. <laughs> yeah, I ended up buying Supernatural box set season one to seven, and then after that, I ended up getting them individually. Mm. Which was stupid of me, but I ended up doing it anyway. <laughs> it's okay. I've done similar mistakes with a couple other shows I had bought it, yeah. bought individuals, and then I'm like, oh, I should have just waited for the freaking box set. Why didn't I do it? Yeah, exactly. Rookie mistake. Yeah, so, well, I suppose I'm not going to have much of a choice with this one, so I probably will get the box set and just keep watching it. Plus, I'd probably like to see some of the behind the scenes stuff if there yeah, is true. for the other movies. True. Um, Special features, baby. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not, not happy about that delay. And what was another one that I was looking forward to? The King's Man. Yeah. Was another one that I really wanted to see. Don't forget, don't forget Peter Rabbit. Wait. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to go like, Bugs Bunny for a second. It, I won't be watching it at the cinema. I'll probably wait till it comes out on like a streaming service or something. Sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, The King's Man, ah, oh, man, come on, I just, Kimmy, I just want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the, uh, I really like the, um, the little two movies that they've already made. Yeah, they're and great. Now, and now that. Especially number one. Yeah, oh, number one's the best. Yeah. Um, and now that they're going to have a prequel to how that whole thing started. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's intrigued me and I really want to see it. Yes. Please stop delaying. <laughs> Don't delay. No more delays, please. No. We're against it. Naked Gun. Oh my gosh. That. Wow. That's a throwback. Yeah. 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 The last film came out uh, 20, almost 27 years ago. Wow. 94. My gosh. Can you believe? Yeah. I think I've only seen like bits and pieces of scene like from the movie itself. Um but my gosh, he is hilarious, Leslie. Yeah, he was is a the very best. funny man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. even I think I've seen him in only like a few titles, like Mr. Magoo. Um Yep. And Really? I can't remember. There was another one, but I can't remember. <laughs> Mr. Magoo. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so not not It's what was on TV, my dad was watching it, so, so I was not there flying too. high, not that um, what well, which which uh, scary movie? Scary movie five was it or scary? I haven't watched any of the yeah, scary movies. I can't. He played yeah. president. I don't know. They're trash anyway. Well, they they became <laughs> trash and then they sort of went good again when the Zuckers mm. uh, got their hands on it. It's like that's what I've heard. Uh, I okay, I think okay. it, yeah I think it's four. I think it's four that they made literally <laughs> they made him into um. Uh, president and that and that was funny cool. yeah yeah that that man's a comedic genius yes he was his yeah. his timing with comedy is the best and my gosh the laughs that would get my like that would come out of my dad is like 
full-on, really loud, over-the-top ha-has. Nice. And I just, wow, like, he is really funny. So it's going to be interesting to see Liam Neeson actually do that kind of comedy. Because I don't think yeah. I've really seen him in comedies. He's never, no, he's never really done comedy. No. I mean, yeah, Million Ways to Die in the West was a comedy, but I'm pretty sure his character was the villain, so he was, like, the straight man. Yeah. So, so this will be really interesting to see. Yeah. Um, also, I need to actually go back and actually watch Naked Gun from start to finish. Yeah, me too. <laughs> There's three. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah. There's three of them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three films. Yeah, there's Naked Gun. Cool. I'm not sure which one I saw. There, there's That's Naked it. Gun uh, 22 and a half. Uh, or is it two and, two, two and three? Is it thir- 33 and a third? Yeah, 33 and a third is the third one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting. So, yeah. Smart titles. <laughs> sort of. And you get... And you should also watch the uh, television series that actually spawned those movies as well. Yeah, Police Squad. Yeah. yeah. Ah, interesting. All right. We'll look into those. Um, Wonka, the Willy Wonka prequel. That sounds interesting. We'll see um, where that goes. Um, I've always been curious as to how Willy Wonka became the famous chocolate factory owner. Um, and to how he came across the Oompa Loompas. Mm, yeah, maybe this is a back, like a, a secret like uh, Oompa Loompa origin story. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe. From Loompa Land. That'd be really cool. That would be fun. That's where they came from, Loompa Land. <laughs> Oompa Land. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be interesting to see as well. Um, but more information, please. Yes. <laughs> uh, and or series will not feature K2SO in the first season. That's a big sad face. Yeah. Because Alan Tudyk is awesome as yeah. K2SO. Yeah. Um, wondering why they've decided not to bring in that awesome, hilarious droid in, in the first season. I know. But I suppose ha- they have their reasons. Because he's not built yet. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> That'll be like the, the like teaser for season two at the end of season one. Like, yeah. And uh, Cassian going to like pick up. K2SO or like meeting stealing him, him. <laughs> seeing him being built or something or stealing <laughs> him yeah probably well because he was a bloody uh, uh, imperial yeah. droid wasn't yeah one he? of them yeah 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 so <laughs> reprogrammed him <laughs> could be could be fun just could di- just couldn't reprogram his attitude <laughs> so funny <laughs> oh man bless bless Alan Tudyk oh him. my gosh I think that's what I got out of the news this week cool um for me, how about you, Michael? Yeah, big condolences for Larry King. I mean, yeah, a big time, big honcho for for um, news and and interviews, but also like um, just a just a just a figurehead for pop culture as well, because because uh, yeah. he's in so so many things as Larry King. We all know who Larry King is: big glasses, oh, like yep. suspenders. Uh, looking yep. looking a bit like the Crip Creeper, you know, that, yep. that yeah. sort of thing. Uh, from Ghostbusters to even Shrek, mm-hmm. he was he was the ugly yeah. stepsister. He he did. Yeah. He, oh my gosh, really? Yeah, he did the voice. Wow, that's hilarious. Who's the guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Matt Damon. Well, it's a uh, yeah. Why is he in Australia? We don't know. Maybe he's here on holiday. Maybe. Is he here? Maybe. 
Oh, he's just fooling Is us. Is he even here? Yeah. Is it a trick? Is it a trick? But, um, reprising his role, I don't know. He's could be, or it could be that character's like doing something else because, you know, he has been, well, officially now he's been in uh, a previous MCU uh, universe movie, maybe, because he, because he was in Deadpool 2 as a as a cameo as a person that we could not recognize him but it was Matt Damon. Hang on. Yes. I'm blanking. Who was he in Deadpool 2? He was one of the um rednecks talking about talking about Oh about, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Talking about wiping yes. his ass with a wet wipe. Yes, that's right. I can. Pl- oh my god, it's been forever since I watched Deadpool two. Because he was god. heavily, yeah. Because he's heavily in makeup. And yeah, he had like a fat suit on and like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, beard and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good call. Good call. So, so in. And now Deadpool is a part of the MCU going forward. So yeah. Yeah. So. It counts. May- maybe it will be the new cameo king, instead of Stan Lee. That's my that's my theory. <laughs> he's that gonna, could be cool. He's gonna be I'm in a, everything. He's gonna be a watcher. I'm okay with this. That's yeah. right, because he was because he was with Alan Tudyk, who was redneck one. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Alan Tudyk, Alan Tudyk was the other redneck. It was Matt Damon and Alan Tudyk. <laughs> ah Love. So so in Deadpool Keep going, 2, Mike. there's three three people who are the sexiest men of men alive. That's Ryan Reynolds, Matt Damon and uh, Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. Yeah, because he was in that too. <laughs> he was the invisible man. The vanisher. The vanisher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So that. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. More delays. Well. Yeah. It, it, hopefully this will be the last, but probably not. Uh, looking forward to uh, No Time to Die, Ghostbusters. Uncharted, I may have a watch as well because I know of it. Um, and of course, um, Peter Rabbit. <laughs> I absolutely, Which I wish I, had mentioned I absolutely that. love James Gordon and his voice. Absolutely. <laughs> I can see the sarcasm on your face, Mike. I'm hoping people can hear the sarcasm hard. in my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Naked Gun. Um, yeah, I reckon, because um, because Liam Neeson, yeah, he's obviously known for his ac- action action stuff, and he's dead serious and all that. I think he would probably be good um, as a, a, a Leslie Nielsen type because originally he was the straight actor in his time. I mean, that that was the first half of his career of doing doing straightforward. Um, acting and then they and then they the um, um and they cast him in um the same people who did um flying high or aeroplane if you're in america um also did naked gun as well as that and they actually cast him in this in this uh in this role because they just wanted all straight actors doing a comedy because that mm. hasn't really been done before and it actually paid off and yeah, right. And they saw the potential in Leslie. He's like, we gotta, we gotta get him to do more stuff because he's fucking funny. <laughs> just, <laughs> just being a straight person is, and that line in, uh, it's this synonymous of, it's like, it's like this plane's gonna crash. Surely you can't be serious. 
I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. And that just dead yeah. and this deadpan is just absolutely fantastic. And yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I I wouldn't be offended if they if they do it. I mean, if if it's good, yeah, I'll I'll give it a pass. But you know, Seth MacFarlane, he's all, he his movies like he's only done two and uh, well three actually. Sorry, there's Ted and Ted Two. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll see. I mean, I'll see. I'll see it if I believe it. You know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Willy Wonka. It's kind of cool that they got the guy that did Paddington because those two movies are absolutely, uh just just warms your heart if you just watched if you've seen those movies. It's just it's just just warms your cuckles those those movies. I mean, mm-hmm. and the. There's a new um, season of television show with Pennington and, and my little girl just absolutely loves it. Just, oh, just, nice. little, just little bear just getting into trouble and just making mistakes and it's like, ha, ah, that's funny. Yeah. Hmm. And Pennington's been around since the 50s. I mean, can't go wrong. Yeah. Uh, and doing that with Willy Wonka is like, yeah, that's all right. Uh, need, need a bit more Roald Dahl in our lives. He's yep. he's Roald Dahl is a very interesting character. Yeah, his writing's great, but his po- politics is probably not. I mean, <laughs> was he a bit right leaning? Um, he was anti-Semitic, but you know, we remember oh, him. That's at, not good. We remember him as a as a children's author, you know. Yeah, questionable, but you know his family has come out and said we we, we do apologise for his his views on his views on that. But you know, what what can you do? The 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 bastard's dead. So anyway, we enjoy the work, not the jerk. That's that's always the thing. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Alan Tudyk. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Out of all the star, star, new Star Wars stuff that's coming out, um, Endor is not one of my. It's not up there on my list, so yeah, what would happen? I don't know. I, I need to watch. Um, uh, oh shit! What's an Rogue One? That's what it's called. For some for some reason, I was going to say Solo, but they're not in Solo. They're in Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I said what I want to say. It's he's probably not built yet or even reprogrammed yet, so that sort of makes sense. They need to set the yeah. set the um world at the mo- at the moment, so you can't have too ma- too many things. You can't you can't yeah. have you can't have Boba Fett like straight out of the gate of Mandalorian, you know, that sort of thing. You need to set up our taste buds so you can have you you how can you eat your pudding if you don't eat your meat? You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> nice. So what about you, Kendall? Do you love meat? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. All right. Best nerdy news, guys. Done and dusted, uh, which means now it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. He had 
All right, trailer park time. And we're going to start off uh, this week with a trailer for an upcoming TV series um, for Superman and Lois, which is the... um, (laughs) What are you laughing for? Sorry, (laughs) when you said Lois, for some reason it just reminded me of Peter Griffin for some reason. Oh, of course. (laughs) Superman and Lois. Lois. Or I could do Stewie. Lewis. 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 Mum. 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 Mummy. Mummy. Lewis. Lewis. What? <laughs> Sorry, I love that episode. <laughs> okay. All right. Digressing. Okay. So, uh, Superman and Lois. Uh, so, this is the first look at the upcoming series. Tyler Hecklin reprising his role as Clark Kent slash Kal-El slash Superman. Um, from his appearances in Supergirl and in a couple of crossovers with the Arrowverse and CW. And Elizabeth Tullock is playing uh, Lois Lane. She's also previously appeared in uh, the aforementioned shows. Um, and now they've got their own little thing. And I'm, I reckon I'm going to check this out. Um, not just based on the trailer, but based because I just really love Tyler Hecklin's version of Superman. I fell in love with it, watching him uh, in Supergirl. Uh, he's so good. He brings such a an old school charm to the role. Like it's just such a such a juxtaposition next to uh, Henry Cavill's take in the Snyderverse. Um, two very different interpretations of of the hero, uh, which is totally fine. Um, but I just I don't know something about him that I really really enjoy um, watching. And this looks like a great series i think it's going to be a lot of fun um you know kind of cool to see superman and lois on the small screen again first time since the 90s really with um lois and clark the new adventures lois and clark new adventures of superman with uh, dean kane and uh, terry hatcher i used to watch that when i was a kid that was a fun show um but yeah i don't know and they've got teenagers kids is that a thing like i was like is that a I'm sure. I'm sure there's comics where Superman and Lois have kids, but I, I this the fact that they've got they. I mean, unless I misinterpreted it, but like there's there you know Clark talks about being a father in this, and I'm just like, not anywhere in the Arrowverse up until now has there been mentioned the fact that they have kids. So I don't know what that's about, but I'm. I mean, sure, fine. I I'm sure it will be. It'll be good. It's neither here nor there, really. I just it's out of left field for me. But um, nice to see. That it's set in Smallville as well, um, so no, not not a lot of Metropolis action going on. But yeah, um, no, I, I'm looking forward to checking it out. Folia, what do you think? Uh, it's, it looks like a really good show. Um, I'm probably not as familiar with um, the CW shows apart from Arrow and the crossovers. Um, yeah. I kind of wish I kept up with the other shows as they were running as well, because now I've got a backlog of them to get through. Yeah. Um, if I really wanted to go back and watch them, which I probably will eventually, but with the amount of other series that I've been watching lately and, you know, with new ones coming out that intrigue me a little bit more, um, I'm not sure whether I'll get around to it anytime soon. Yeah, that's all right. Um, so I probably won't be watching it as it comes out, but... Eventually, I will most likely be watching it at some point. Cool. I just, I just need to find the time. <laughs> you gotta stop there. watching Mash. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching other things now. 
stop <laughs> watching James Bond. I haven't been able to. <laughs> then what are Since you watching? <laughs> Spin City, last time I checked. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair enough, yeah. <laughs> I'm on the last season. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, it does It does actually look pretty good. So I'd be really interested to see what it's all about later on when I do get the chance to watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael? Um, yeah. Uh, I have seen, like, bits and pieces of the CW shows, and this doesn't look like any of them. Really, it look it looks no, it looks it pretty sm- pretty special. Probably that's why it's it's set in Smallville, so they can they don't have to have like city shots. They actually throw more money into the cinematography of it, and it looks pretty fantastic. Um, mm. Yeah, it would be an interesting thing. Um, I don't know where they are in the story, but it probably wouldn't be hard to catch up just watching it as it is. I mean. Super, Superman as a family man. That's weird. Um, I haven't read the comics, so there's probably precedent for it. So, I don't know. Uh, I can't really say much. Um, yeah. I haven't seen... Uh, I haven't watched a, 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 a Superman show since Lois and Clark, but that's because my sisters enjoyed it. And, yeah, what about you, Kendall? Do you, do you have a Superman in your life? I wish. I wish, <laughs> if only, in my dreams. Um, okay, so uh, Superman and Lois will be airing on the CW in the Americas uh, on the 23rd of February. Uh, so if they fast track it here down under on Foxtel and binge, it'll probably be around the same time. So Or possibly Stan. Or Stan, maybe, but... A lot of the Arrowverse shows tend to go straight to, when they're airing, they go straight to uh, Foxtel. Yeah, okay. And they, they get put on stand later. I was just going to say, because um, Walker. Walker is a CW True. show. Good point. Okay. So. <laughs> all right. Potential. Um, we don't right. know. We don't know. We don't know either way. We could hope. It'd be nice <laughs> if it rocked up on stand. That would make it so much easier for me to watch it. So Yeah. Uh, yes. 23rd of February. Uh, next trailer is for an upcoming Netflix movie, also releasing in February, entitled Malcolm and Marie. Um, this looks really interesting and intriguing and a very character-driven piece. It's all filmed in black and white, like shot in black and white, which looks gorgeous. Um, and... Yeah, and I'm a big fan of both Zendaya and uh, John David Washington, who are playing Malcolm and Marie in this. These two lovebirds who seem to be, you know, in a tumultuous kind of relationship. Uh, Things are, um, you know, things are really good one minute, and then the next they're yelling at each other and having heated discussions and and all of that jazz. Um, It just looks... It looks wonderful. Um, I really like... Like the 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 phrase in the trailer of like this isn't a love story; it's a story about love, uh, which makes a lot of sense based on what we're seeing. It also looks like a very self-contained story. It's the, the only footage we see the two of them is them in their house. They don't they're not going anywhere, even though like at some points they look like they've just come back from somewhere or they they're dressed up to go out somewhere. Um, yeah, just looking at IMDb right now, they they're the only two members of the cast. According to this, 
Do, so, do you know the story behind, behind this making? I don't. I don't. P- feel free to, to speak. Uh, that's all right. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make my time right now. So this is probably the only thing I can say about this film. Um, okay. This was actually filmed during uh, a COVID lockdown sort of schedule. So they, oh. they had very minimal cast, uh, of course, yep. and very minimal crew. They, they were all... Um, they're all making sure that they get tested every every day, including the crew, and they just hired out a. Um, it was actually, yeah, I think it was Zendaya saying, "Hey, I want to make this movie. Uh, can can we get like word of mouth uh, of how to do this? We can do it on a very small budget. Uh, they they can hire a house, basically a bottle um, movie where they hire a house and do do this all in." all in a short amount of time and just make a movie and release it, that sort of thing. So it was very minimal yeah, crew, right. very minimal cast, and it was... Fil- and and when... And the only people who are, who basically weren't wearing masks were the ac- actors, and there was only two of them. Yeah, okay. So, all the, yeah. so, so that's why I would be very interested in watching this film as well. Because I know yeah. that sort of aspect, and it's, I, I just want to see, see something done a little bit different. And that's probably if yeah. you if you know the backstory behind that, it, it will probably intrigue people who actually watch this sort of film. But I digress. Uh, Kendall, no, what no, do you think great. of this movie? Thank you. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Thanks, Mike. That was awesome insight. That makes that makes so much sense. Because part of me was going to say maybe it's it was based on a play, like. You know, when you see a lot of uh, play adaptations uh, into film, like they they really are just like a one or two location sort of deal when when you watch them. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I I thought maybe it was based on a play, but no, that makes total sense. And now I'm even more intrigued to watch it because it, for a film shot during a pandemic, it looks phenomenal. Mm, mm. Um. Like just the quality of the production. Um. And I love the fact that they've gone with black and white. Like it just it's really really nice. Um. And the fact that it's also written and directed by Sam Levinson um, makes me excited too, because he's the creator of Euphoria, uh, which is the TV series starring Zendaya that won her her first ever Emmy uh, a few months ago, which is a great, great show that I highly recommend people check out. It's super cool. Um, so yeah, I'm yeah I'm super on board for this. Yeah, there's it ticks all the boxes for me. What about Euphoria? Uh, look now. Knowing what Michael said about the fact that this was actually done during the pandemic and uh, <clears throat> during lockdowns and all that sort of stuff and only having, like, minimum cast and crew, um, obviously <clears throat> shows the the challenges they would have gone through to get this completed. And, um, you know, kudos to them for actually getting it done and in such great quality as well. Um, the trailer does look very interesting. Um, there's a lot of ups and downs that go on throughout that trailer and, mm. and it shows like the ups and downs of their relationship. And I, I kind of was sitting there watching this thinking it's, it seems, it seems like, um, one of those relationships where, you know, they're so in love with each other, but then there's, there's always something that's, you know, getting into the middle of it. Yeah. Um, and I, would like to actually find out what that is. Yeah. Um, because they don't really give too much away about the actual plot of this story. It's literally just these two people and, and their relationship, and that's all you see. Um, 
so yeah, it does it does look very interesting. Um, I will say one little critique that I have about this is I feel like Zendaya may looks younger than what she should be playing, I suppose, in this instance, because um, John David Washington just looks so much older than her. Right. Um, so I'm not sure how believable that relationship is for me. That's the only thing that sort of okay. took me out of it a bit. Right. Um, just just the, the, the... I don't know if it's an actual age difference or if it's just her physical appearance that makes her look so she's, young. She's very young looking. Like yeah. She's in her early 20s. and Yeah, yes. Um, and so I'm... Not sure whether that sort of brought me out of it a okay, bit. Interesting. Um, but that's that's my only critique about it. Otherwise, it does look pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Mike, do you have anything you want to add? Oh yeah. Um, with that, there 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 is a bit of uh, contention online saying, "Oh, the age difference is disgusting," and this sort of thing. But yeah, but um, yeah, Zendaya's has been playing like teenagers basically that we have seen because you know in Spider Man and yeah. all, all that. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, it is a bit shocking, and she is um, she is one of those uh, actors that you do cast as a teenager who is actually twenty in their twenties, and yeah, I, I yeah, you can see it a bit jarring, and also with the um, the filming side, uh, no one else was allowed. They actually filmed this pretty much in the middle of nowhere of someone's property, and and I think I think it was like. L- less than 15 people that were there and they had wow. and they had to get food delivered in uh everyone was like basically bunkered down for at least two weeks and that that sort of thing so it would be a very interesting like doco to actually watch as well as as the mm-hmm. as as well as a movie and that yeah i've I've busted my load basically at the start, so yeah, that's basically it. I, yeah. I will be watching this. When are we going to be watching it, Kendall? Yes, well, we'll be checking out Malcolm and Marie when it hits Netflix on the fifth of February. So not too long to wait for that. Yeah, one. about a week or so. Yeah, week and a half. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. All right. Selected cinemas as well. And yes, yeah, selected cinemas, I think, in the States. Um, maybe here as well. I'm not sure. But uh, but definitely on Netflix. Get around it. And our uh, third and final trailer this week um, is for a theatrical film. One that is also going to be releasing on HBO Max for our listeners in the US. Uh, and that is The Little Things. Um... I'm really, really keen to see this. I don't know. I honestly don't know, judging on this trailer, if it's going to be any good. Because I'm not... Like, I'm, I want to like it. And I feel like the fact that I'm wanting to like it is, like, nagging at me saying maybe it won't be that great. I don't know. I think... I don't know. I th- it's got a lot of potential. I mean, you've got an incredible cast on this film. Uh, Denzel Washington, Rami Malek... And Yay. Jared Leto. So, yeah, yeah, I knew you were going to that. Um, and in all fairness, look, I I don't know what Jared Leto's doing with this character, and I feel like I want to see more of his portrayal on this, but I'm not entirely sold on him as this, like... Creepy Jesus. Creepy... Creepy... <laughs> creepy serial killer, maybe. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he's their number one suspect, obviously, in this you know, spree of uh, young women that have been murdered um, in, you know, 
It just looks, yeah, it looks dark. It looks intense. Um, I mean, I'm I'm always down to watch all three of those actors, you know, give their all and, uh, you know, especially in, in film, like heavy dramatic films like this, like Denzel's. Denzel never disappoints. He's just always on his A-game every time he steps in front of a camera and Rami Malek has, um, and Jared Leto have both yet yeah, proven their worth in film over the years too, so... And I've never seen Rami Malek in a role like this before, where he's, you know, he's playing a detective, you know, working a case and that kind of police stuff. So, um, will be cool to see him do something different. Um, and yeah, I like, I don't mind crime thrillers. Like they can be, yeah, they, they can be quite, quite good. Um, I recently watched Secret in Their Eyes, uh, during, I think during second lockdown, I watched that and that, that was a really cool uh, crime thriller with um, uh, Nicole Kidman, Julie Roberts, and Chiwetel Ejiofor. That was awesome. I recommend people check that out. But it kind of gave me those vibes because that's about a like a, a young a young woman who you know is murdered, and it's about you know finding who did it and all that stuff. Um, so it reminded me of that film quite a bit. But uh, but yeah, no, it looks. I think it's yeah. I think it'll be good. I think it will be good. Um, what are you reckon, Fulia? Uh look, it's it does look interesting um pretty much a crime drama i believe maybe a little bit more than that yeah i don't know probably won't see this one this one's a bit darker for my liking uh but you know it the, the story does look interesting it does sound interesting uh jared leto does look very creepy yeah he does <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah look i don't know I probably won't be seeing this one, to be honest. Uh, don't really have much else to say, unfortunately. Uh, Michael? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, big name casts in it. And I don't know. We'll, it's it's sort of if, you f- if you're in the mood for this sort of film and at the moment yeah. I'm not, so... That's, I don't know. That's Talk fair. to me in a couple of weeks if I, if I feel, feel like watching something. But... But terrific cast as well. I mean, in all intents and purposes, I do shit on Jared Leto, but he's got an Oscar for a reason. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I, I reckon, I reckon on the star power, I, I think it would be a good contender of pe- people to go out and wa- watch this because uh, you don't know who the kill- you don't know who the killer is, but you don't know who's you know all there. Because you know Denzel's char- character is like old timey from the force, but is he? He's doing things that are questionable. So, who's the real bad guy in this real world? Yeah, yeah, it could be a bit of a mystery. Yeah, mystery in itself. So, hmm. that that will be the most intriguing. Uh, it also gives me some theories on, on how 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 they would take take this movie. But yeah, um, if you enjoy it you enjoy it um i will say i am a little bit disappointed that there isn't another trailer that that's not on here uh, uh, oh, did will- i miss something yeah maybe for next week but uh willie's uh willie's wonder world i think it's called okay it, haven't heard anything about that yeah, it's a sort of an indie film it's got nicholas cage in it um yeah yeah, I, I think it'll be right up your alley, um, Fulia. Okay. 
yeah, it's it, essentially it's it's uh, Friday nights at Freddy's, but if the antagonist is uh, Nicolas Cage. Okay. Right. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well, if you know we're short on trailers next week, I'll I'll bring that one into the fold. Cool. I'll cram that in. <laughs> okay. Cram it into to a into a robotic uh, 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 being and like Chuck E. Cheese. Like Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. So Chuck E. So, Cheese. So uh, when is this being released, things. Kendall? Yeah. That's my yes, meme. the little things, the little things. Um, All not, the not to be confused. little things. Well, I, I was literally going to make a joke, uh, not to be confused with the Good Charlotte song, Little Things, but yeah. this, this one makes a Blink-182 reference. I'm like, oh, come on. Uh, What's more relatable? <laughs> wrong band. <laughs> so it'll be released uh, in theatres in the US and on HBO Max um, for one month. Uh, on the uh, 29th of January. So this week it is coming out. Uh, if you're in the UK and listening, hello, you'll be able to check the little things out on the 12th of February. <laughs> check out the little things. Check out the little things. Because some little things, big things grow. Some... Hey, there's a good reference. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> better than Blink-180 fucking too. Yeah, better bit of Paul Kelly. Let's, yeah. Let's do it. Australia treasure. Yes, 100%. He knows how to make gravy. He does. The best (laughs) gravy. (laughs) Okay, so... That was dumb. That was all all the dumb things. (laughs) I can keep on going. (laughs) No, I'm trying to move the show along. Okay, okay, okay. I'll shut up. (laughs) Sorry. I'll definitely shut up for this segment. You are funny. Yes, you will, because it's just going to be me talking for the next, like, five (laughs) minutes. Um, (laughs) Because I have a quickie review. Quickie review. I checked out this week on Amazon Prime uh, the Regina King film One Night in Miami, um, which... I just got to say straight out the gate that everyone should watch because it was a tour de force of, uh, of performances of acting and storytelling. Um, I, I freaking loved it from start to finish. It was just, it was just super engaging, super entertaining, um, very well written and, and directed and, and shot and all of that. This one is based on a, a stage play of the same name. Um, cause it basically, you know, it just takes the stage version. It just takes place in the hotel room in question where, uh, Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, um, Jim Brown and Sam Cooke all gathered, uh, supposedly not, not really sure if this is an actual true thing that happened, but they were all in Miami on this one night in 19, uh, 1963 or 1964. Um, and, uh, yeah. And so the, in the film we see it's, you know, we see kind of some flashbacks at the start of, you know, just to introduce each character and who they are and where they are in the context of this story and in their lives at the time. Um, and then when we flash to Miami, it's the night of, uh, then Cassius Clay, not yet Muhammad Ali. Um, he, the night he won a fight against Sonny Liston and became the, uh, heavyweight uh, champion of the world. 
Um, so big, big night in sporting history. And then, yeah, they were all in Miami and they go to Malcolm X's hotel room and, uh, yeah, and end up having some really profound discussions to do with, you know, civil rights and, um, you know, whether you're an ally or not, because, you know, Malcolm X and Sam Cooke come to a, a bit of a head in this um, because of the way, you know, Malcolm has a problem with uh, the way Sam Cooke kind of carries himself because he's trying to, you know, make a name for himself in the white audience, like the white community. Like, you know, he played at the, he, at the start of the film, he's playing at the Copacabana, which is, you know, a very famous club. Um, and basically it's just rich white people that go there. And, uh, and so Malcolm has a problem with the fact that he's catering for this and he's not trying to, he's not sticking up for, you know, his, his community, the black community when, where it counts. And, uh, even though Sam disagrees. So there's just some really, really great, uh, discussion and points raised and you can kind of understand where both sides are coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I just, I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a film that's going to come up at Oscar time be- just mostly for the the performances, probably for script and hopefully for directing for Regina King because she for her debut feature, she's done a stellar job um, of bringing this film uh, to life. Uh, but I really have to shout out the four, our four main guys in this. Uh, Kingsley, ben, uh, Kingsley Ben-Adir plays Malcolm X. Um, Eli Gorey plays Cassius Clay, Aldous Hodge is Jim Brown, and Leslie Odom Jr. is Sam Cooke, and just, whew, just, yeah, hats off to all of them. If they could all win Oscars, I'd happily give them the chance to, because just, they, they killed it. Especially, uh, Kingsley and Eli, uh, they both became their, their real-life counterparts in this film. Especially Kingsley, like, just, whew, it was, yeah, it was amazing. To see, and I can't, I can't go on about it enough. Just how impressed I was with these performances, and how touched I was by their stories. Um, and I didn't even know who Jim Brown was because I don't really follow sport too much. But he was, yeah, at the time he was the the, the most famous, uh, you know, uh, fo- American football player, gridiron player uh, back in the fifties and sixties. Um, and then he ends up becoming a movie star afterwards. He 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 leaves sport completely and and switches to film um so yeah so that was really cool to to learn something that i hadn't hadn't known about previously so uh but yeah i can't really say too much more than that other than i enjoyed the hell out of it would watch it again and yeah would you know, i reckon i'd give it like a oh yeah four out of five is probably a fair rating for it um yeah people go check it out now it's on amazon prime for your streaming pleasure so yeah. Sounds cool. It's very good, yes. Yes, add it to your list, people. Add it to your list. I do like those sort of scenarios. Not necessarily a a fiction in itself of these people um, me- meeting, but, but the sort of... They were around at the time, so would you imagine the sort of conversations that they would have? Yeah, yeah. Like, like That's I think, exactly what it is, yeah. Like, I think um, Steve Martin did something similar with uh i think it's pablo picasso and einstein i think i could be butchering 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 i could be i could be not telling the truth about that one yeah (laughs) yeah in all intents and purposes that they not necessarily have met but 
they were around at the time and what would they would that what would the conversation be one's an artist and one's very literal and lateral and and, and all that so yeah mm. would be a cool movie to watch yeah yeah it's yeah you'd like it i reckon it's yeah it's really yeah good. yeah really good really good all right speaking of things that are really good it's time now for the moment, the segment, the section, the part of the show you've been waiting for. Popcorn culture. Pike the mic. Pike the mic. <laughs> yes, with the peas. Peas of the popcorns. Um, yes, it's popcorn culture time. And Wayne's not here, so we can, <laughs> <laughs> we can do this now. Yay! Is that, <laughs> no, wait, no, wait, no. wait. Is that the theme for, for this popcorn culture? Wayne's not here? <laughs> Wayne's no, not here. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I miss Wayne. I wish he was here. Um, but, but um, all jokes aside, we are here to uh, discuss our, our thoughts and uh, reviews of um, the latest episode of WandaVision. So we're going to spoil it this time? And before... Spoilers. Yeah, spoiler discussion. Okay. Spoiler discussion. Sweet. Yes. Mindful. If you're listening, spoilers abound. Um, But before we dive into episode three, considering last week Fulia had not yet seen episodes one and two, Mm. um, and now she has. Yes. I want to know briefly what you thought of the first two episodes. I really no enjoyed spoilers. them. It, yeah. It's just... Because it, <laughs> we no, had to spoilers. do no spoilers no, last point. time. <laughs> and then after you finish, we go, um, spoilers oh yeah. heavy. Now we're doing... Now, yeah, now we're doing... Now we're doing full spoilers. Yeah, that's right. Last week wasn't spoilery because Fulia could, uh, hadn't watched it yet. No. But now we okay. can do spoilers. Yay! Spoilers. Um, I re- really enjoyed them. I love the fact that they're going for the sitcom vibes. Yeah. Uh, and the very old school sitcom vibes, like freaking Dick Van Dyke show, Bewitched. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Um, and the fact that it was like, they said it black and white. Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, I I wish there was more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty clever. Yeah, pretty cool. but I love the fact that they've decided to set this series based on like really well-known sitcoms of the past and i just hope they keep it going because i'm actually really enjoying it yeah um they are bringing in little elements of drama um which is really cool because not only does it sort of snap you out of the fact that it's not technically a sitcom but it but it does it in a really good way because it's like just remember, this is not what's actually happening. This is something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's also really interesting to see how Wanda and her mind is kind of working at the moment um, with the fact that all she wants is just a happily ever after with Vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it kind of breaks my heart when those little moments of, you know, being broken out of that sitcom sort of moment that time that you see Wanda thinking oh no shit's about to go down I'm gonna rewind <laughs> yeah quite literally yeah, yeah, yeah literally, literally rewind um and then we have vision starting to think something's not right here 
and that for me is also a little bit bittersweet because you know he's he's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I feel like Wanda is in denial of. Oh, absolutely. She really did mm. not want this happening, and so now she's just created this world for herself. Yeah. Where everything is all hunky dory, mm-hmm. and yeah, mm-hmm. I mean I love it, but then it's also a little bit eerie at the same time. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. then you get like, especially in the first two episodes, where you get those little pops of color, just out of nowhere. How cool is that? Yeah, I loved that. Just out of nowhere, you see this little what was it like a truck or a helicopter that it was, was the helicopter in the bush in the bush yeah. that was the colors of Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm looking at it, I'm like, those colors look familiar. (laughs) But you're also looking at it on a whole episode where it's black and white and the only color is that toy. Yeah. And you think, oh, okay, definitely something wrong Mm. uh, in this picture. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was just, it's so fascinating to be able to watch something like this in an MCU context. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying it so nice, much. Yes, nice, nice. Okay, yes. all right. Thank you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, episode three, um, now in color is the title. Yes. Of the episode. Very appropriate title. Sixties, seventies, seventies. Yeah. We're in the seventies now. We're doing, yeah, we're basically doing a sitcom, an episode, a decade. So, fifties, mm-hmm. sixties. Now we're at seventies. Next week is probably gonna be eighties, and then nineties after that. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, this is, this is a pretty good episode in terms of, uh, finding out more, I Mm. suppose, learning, learning a bit more what's, what's going on, but I mean, still not really too much. Um, the only drawback that I, I took away from it, not that there's really any drawbacks, but the, you know, nitpick side of me wishes to have seen maybe more of this seventies concept. Like the only problem I have with these episodes is that they're very short. Yeah, it's only um, thirty minutes. I wish they were longer. Yeah. I get why they're short, um, mostly because you know sitcoms are you know twenty to thirty minutes yeah, exactly, long when yeah. when they air on TV. So it makes sense. Um, but the fact that this episode is kind of you know it's it ends with that you know last the last couple of minutes really kind of breaking the this sitcom barrier i guess um but you know i I would have liked to have seen more of this because that opening see the opening like credits of wandavision in color and it's this montage you know of the two of them being you know being husband and wife preparing for the baby to come and i love the riding around on bikes and stuff i love the fact that they open the episodes in the respective sitcom sort of title sequences it's great um and they introduce them as wanda and vision rather than their actual names yeah 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 which is really cool i love it yeah (laughs) no it's another little little clever thing that they've been doing that I also enjoy. But no, I was really looking forward to seeing some, you know, similar antics to what we, we saw in the first two episodes. Um, but, you know, this one just really is revolving around this, you know, pregnancy of Wanda mm. um, that I didn't expect it to be a one and done in one episode sort of situation. I thought they were going to drag this pregnancy thing out over maybe two episodes. But I guess it's okay that there it was only one and done. I liked the gags that came with that. The fact that, like, 
you know, Vision went outside to, to see the doctor off. He comes back inside and is shocked to see that she's grown inside. Yeah. That was funny. Um, and I loved the humor with, you know, one, it's a cl- classic trope of, of comedy in general, not just sitcoms, but of the, you know, main character trying to hide something from, yeah, yeah. from, a, from another character because they don't want them to find out. And her, the gags of the, you know, her and the coats changing was funny. Oh, and, yeah, that was And good. the holding of the fruit bowl in front was, was funny. And the stalk was hilarious <laughs> as well. Like, jo- And one of my favorite jokes so far in this whole thing, I really loved it when, <laughs> when, when Vision says, I can't wait to be a, a, a good papaya. <laughs> It's such a dad joke. It's such a dad joke, but I loved it. I loved it. What did you guys think of the 70s stuff in this episode? Or or the sitcom, like the more upbeat stuff we got in this episode? Do you like it? I I enjoyed it. Um, I I feel like it revolved around the whole pregnancy thing a bit too much. Okay. Uh, But I suppose, you know, with the fact that time was going differently... For Wanda, I suppose, in terms of her pregnancy, just means that um, they had to jam it all into this one episode. So, I mean, I didn't mind. I didn't mind that. I like you. Wish it was over the two episodes rather than the one. Um, but I get why they've done it this mm-hmm. way. Um, yeah, I just the the moments that Vision had were also really funny. The fact that he had to run out to go and get the doctor before he goes on his little holiday holiday. Yeah. Uh, and then brings him back it, with the speed of light of yeah. his running. And yeah. the doctor when he gets there, he's like jelly and he's like, My gosh, we're running so fast, it was like we were flying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Um and I have to admit my favorite scene was when um, the stork was sort of walking around and Wanda was trying to cover up the fact that there was this live big bird walking around this <laughs> living room. Yeah. Um, while, was it Geraldine? Yeah, Geraldine. Geraldine was just chatting away about her work situation. Yeah. And Wanda's just doing everything she can to cover up the fact that there's this stork just walking around. And, my gosh, I don't, like, the coat situation of trying to cover up the pregnancy i kind of believe but i don't believe for a second that a fruit bowl would be enough to cover up a big belly yeah to be honest no 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 (laughs) it's still too obvious no but it kind of adds to the humor it does it does i suppose um uh at the beginning of the episode though i love the fact that she was literally doing all of the housework with her magic yeah she does it in every in the other two episodes. She does the same thing as well. Yeah. Um, but in this one, she was literally just like sitting back, relaxing, and just you know, with her finger, just going back and forth, and trying to get the vacuum to vacuum up the house and stuff like that. That was, that's that's really cool to see. Um, but yeah, I'm just sort of, I'm curious to see what happens next. Yes. Um, uh, because Geraldine gets kicked out she does and i was but i was gonna go to mike first about his thoughts on the okay i'll stop there yes we're gonna leave that for a bit mike 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 tell us tell us did you like did you like the 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 brady bunch uh, style stuff that they were going for the the humor in this episode i can respect that they're they've done their they're doing their homework on this but i'm sort of getting sick of it 
I'm just okay. I, I'm just get, you know, it's it's a bit like King Kong. Hurry up and get to the fucking monkey. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Fair enough. I feel I feel the fact that yeah, I I do enjoy that they're actually their attention to detail is actually absolutely on point, especially for the different eras of of, of sitcom. And yeah, next week is going to be Fuller House, and then the next. Then, then the next week is going to be Roseanne or whatever, uh, going on to the nineties, um, and I do. Uh, it it feels like the end the end of this um, end of this episode is because it's nine episodes, so this is essentially the end of Act One of of this particular yeah. se- season, and and going on the. Um, the the sitcom trope uh everything needs to be um rounded up in the in 30 minutes and that's that's the thing for sitcoms it's usually the scenario it's got to be finished by the end uh, no, and nothing yeah. over, and nothing overlaps so i sort of get get why they they cram every single pregnancy joke into one episode and i think you know yeah. that, that's a bit clever <laughs> a whole a whole <laughs> a whole Something that you would do in a season, because if your star is pregnant and they need to either cover up the fact that she's pregnant, or in the story she is pregnant and the story's hat and there is president that, uh, like Samantha from Bewitch was was pregnant in uh, a season of Bewitched and and Jeannie from I Dream of Jeannie was pregnant and she had to wear a lot. A lot of um, veils in front of in front of her, even though she was wearing a costume that was was showing her midriff. So that was a bit difficult. <laughs> so and in order to hide that, there is there is um, present for for um, studios to to do that, like the fruit bowl and the, and the jackets and the big jackets. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's mm-hmm. sort of ma- making fun of that trope. So yeah, I can appreciate that, but hurry up and get to the fucking monkey. I want, I want to, I want to see some, <laughs> I want to, I want to see some more fucking, you know, what's going on. Get to the action. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, we're almost there now, um, because you know, fully as you were saying. Yeah. At the at the end, thing things took a very sinister turn. Yeah, because just before that did actually happen, Geraldine brings up. Her brother, Wanda's brother. Oh my god, I loved that moment. That was that was a trigger. Well, well yeah, when well, Wanda, well, Wanda mentions Pietro first. Yeah, but but she's the, the trigger is you know, the fact that she mentioned you know Ultron. Ultron, and Wanda just sort of surprised and perplexed as to why she would even mention that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like even you're, you're supposed to know that. Yeah, like, exactly. That definitely made me question. Um, Geraldine just as much as what Wanda did. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought, okay, there's a reason why you're here. What is it? Who are you exactly? Yeah. Well, see, I know, you know, I, I knew going in that she's, you know, she's Monica Rambo. She's, you know, she's Mar- Maria's daughter from Captain Marvel. Um, so I knew, I knew she was going to be involved with S.W.O.R.D., which is the, they're the military guys. Yes, Mike. Uh, sorry. Question. Uh, contextually, we actually don't know who she is at the moment. No. So no. So there is contention there. It's like, how how do you know Ultron, and mm. and we don't know who what Shield is. So 
we're we're, go, we're going on that sort of mystery of what what's still happening is 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 this what Wanda's doing uh, and it's sort of more leaning towards that it's that yeah. this is a coping yeah. mechanism but go on Kendall sorry no, no that's okay that's all right um yeah so I wasn't really you know too. I was very just happy, I suppose, when she mentioned Ultron. I was like, oh, here we go. Let's, yeah. let's go. Let's fucking go. Let's get into this. Um, yeah, that was really, really cool and kind of led to my favorite moment of the episode, which was when Vision comes back inside um, and is all kind of, like, confused. Like, where's Geraldine? Oh, and yeah, then yeah. you're not... And then you're seeing the cameras on on Wanda, but Vision can't see her face, and she's like, "Oh, she had to go home." But like the look on her face is like, "I took care of her." Like, you know, yeah, like she's she's out. It was creepy. It was so creepy, and the music changed, and then the fucking aspect ratio changed. Yeah, I was like, "Yes, yes, this is." fucking good this is so good how fucking clever is all that? of a sudden we're oh. in modern world and then we're in the real world we go to the real world yeah. and we see we see that shot from that was in the trailers of, of geraldine being ejected from uh from the i guess manufactured reality that wanda has created mm. um yeah that was that was cool that was fucking cool and then the other really cool little thing that wanda did or at least i i would guess that she did based on what we've seen so far, the moment where um, <laughs> where Vision starts to really be Vision and says some and says something's not like something's going on, something's wrong. Like, and he for the first time in the whole series, he sounds like Vision. Mm. You know, he's not the sitcom version of Vision, right? And then there's a little glitch, and then it goes back, and it's, yeah, and it's it's a different kind of rewind. To what we saw like, yeah, last it's, week. Yeah, it's almost like an editor's, like a, a director's cut. Yeah. Like, let's go back. <laughs> yeah. And part of me is like wondering whether or not that was Wanda just because you didn't really see, because all the other times she's changed something, there's been a look on her. She's had a look on her yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Or a way about her, or she's said something that's made you go, okay, she's in charge. But this one, you don't actually see any kind of reaction. She's just kind of looking at Vision, waiting for him to speak. And then all of a sudden... It just changes. Hmm. So that makes me question it. But I'd say, yeah, most likely Wanda's in charge of this whole thing. I, I mean, I've been saying that since the start. So, but yeah, I don't know. What did you guys think of that, of the way that they, they, they're kind of inserting these little creepy moments and, and things like that? Um, I, I like them in a way. Um, it doesn't really pull you out of it too much. It's very, it's, it's kind of subtle the way that they bring it in. Um, but then it sort of, it's like, it's a reminder to tell you that this is not what you're actually watching. It's going to, there's something else behind it all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. so they're like, don't forget, there's still more to this. Uh, it's not just a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do, I do kind of enjoy those little bits where they bring them in. Um, the little creepy elements, but and and hats off, I gotta say, to Elizabeth Olsen. For oh yeah, her just shift in this episode, her performance in this episode was top notch. Like definitely, she, she's been amazing the whole time, of course. But for some reason, this episode she really stood out to me as just yeah, bring, yeah, bringing the A game. Yeah. yeah, I I agree. How about you, Michael? Yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying this sort of like. I wouldn't say winks the cameras to say, hey, you are watching, you are, you, 
remember what you're watching is not real. Um, and it sort of does take the audience by surprise, especially that cut with uh, Vision. Because a lot of people... Because even I was full. It's like, did I just sit on my 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 remote? Or yeah, something? <laughs> literally, I thought the same thing. I was like, did my stream just drop out or something? Like, what yeah. happened? <laughs> Very well done. I think well done for the for the people that did that because you know yeah. the pre- previously it was just um, an analog rewind when when fu- mm-hmm. when um Fulia when Wanda uh, saw the beekeeper. Oh, was it a beekeeper? It's like no, mm. go away. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, no. in, I'm in my protective cocoon. This is this is my world because I'm because I'm yeah. mourning, and every mm-hmm. and everyone that I love is dead. Mm. Yeah, so uh, we'll probably get more into that, but but um, mm. and having a look at these weird glitches, especially in the first one, uh, where Wanda doesn't want. Uh, to dwell on her past, especially no. especially with the first one where where um, Mr. Hart was t- was determined to say where have you come from? What is this? And he's sort of breaking out of his sort of trance at the same time. I, I reckon this is my little pet. My little theory is like every uh, every uh, everyone's like uh, is uh, is under the same curse, and it's like where. Well, what's going on? As like, what? Why did you come here to our quaint little town and turn it upside down and made it a hellscape? Yeah. And yeah. and that stop it. And uh, when um, Mrs. Hart, um, Mum from uh, uh, I that seventy show. Yeah, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the show. I don't know her real name. So. Yeah, De- uh, Deborah Jo Rupp is the actress. Yeah, yeah, where where she was saying stop it to him, but she was actually she's really referring to Wanda's like please stop this yeah. this whole charade. That was really good. And and this is me looking back as like what what I know now, so I'm sort of retrospectively what what's been going mm. on. Yeah. yeah. And spe- especially yeah, with that um um cutting the hedge but also cutting the f- the um, brick wall at the yeah. same time. Yeah, wall. Yeah. yeah, let's let's talk about Herb and um, and Agnes this episode. They were weird. Hey, um, you know that. Yeah, that moment, Mike with with Herb, and he's like, yeah. yeah, they definitely know something. It's obvious. Yeah, and but they don't want Vision to know. Well, at least Agnes doesn't want Vision to know. Yeah. Herb was about to spill the beans, whatever yeah. those beans are. But then at the same time, Agnes was also leaning towards revealing something because you know she was the one that started the line of questioning about Geraldine like is Geraldine in there with Wanda like and it's telling Vision that she doesn't have a home or a family why is she here that kind of stuff so that it began with Agnes but then then when Herb was about to say you know she's here because we're all we're all we're all and Vision's like what and then Agnes is like well best I'm gonna go home and finish my macrame bye like yeah 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 it was Weird, creepy. very, very weird. But but cool. But yeah, I don't know. So it makes me question whether or not Agnes is involved. How like how Agnes is involved? Whether because part of me was wondering whether or not she actually had some control over Wanda in this mm. situation. Because the, the the leading theory is is that she's actually Agatha Harkness from the comics, right? And she's a witch. 
so and so people are wondering whether or not Agnes or Agatha is manipulating Wanda. Yeah. Um, where I think it's the other way around, but but she's clearly got some, um, you know, she's 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 able to act independently of whatever Wanda's doing because she's you know talking about Geraldine like this. So yeah, it's all very curious. Yeah, but mind you, she she was concerned when um when Herb was about to feel the uh, spill the yeah. beans. So there, spill there, the beans, yeah. Yeah, so there was concern in her face. So I'm still questioning it, yeah, it if weird. if she's actually bringing up the morale because if you upset someone who's going through something pretty pretty full on and I'm and I'm talking here about mental illness as well uh, yeah you you need to be gentle with pe- people uh, otherwise their their mind breaks and mm-hmm. when you're dealing with um Wanda who quintessentially is the the strongest avenger basically yeah 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 pretty much shit can happen Yep. Yeah. My theory is she's probably going. Uh, Wanda's probably going to be the big baddie in uh, in a uh, uh, multi in Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Multiverse yeah. of madness. Well, I yeah. Well, I mean, that's definitely a high a high possibility uh, for sure. I mean, we're kind of. I think we're getting getting towards the connections between. WandaVision and Doctor Strange now, especially with the arrival of the twins. Yeah. Um, and I kind of went into it in my my rambling video I put out today about episode three, but um, so not to ruin that too much, but but basically uh, it looks like they're setting up uh, uh, Mephisto uh, as ah. the villain for either WandaVision or Doctor Strange or Phase Four in general because. He in the comics has a lot of connections to a lot of the MCU existing characters, as well as characters we're going to meet soon, like the Fantastic Four. Um, and there's a direct storyline with Mephisto in the comics and uh, the the twins, um, Billy and Tommy, um, who now exist technically, because um, they're made from Mephisto, um, and then Mephisto ends up killing them by reabsorbing the parts of him that are in them, um, which right. devastates Wanda. And then uh, she gets Agatha to remove the memory of them so she can stop grieving. So you see the kind of yeah. similarities right. going on. And so, and I think because Mephisto is also a Doctor Strange villain, that's kind of where that's going to play in. That's, I guess we'll see. Yeah, that is one um, particular storyline from the comics, as well as... Uh, the twins actually grow up to be the young Avengers, and this, yes. and they're sort of setting up that as well. So they could die, yeah. not necessarily if they if they get absorbed by by pretty much the devil incarnate, or or they're yes. setting up the event yeah. the the young Avengers, which they sort of are with young Hawkeye and and little Ant. Yeah, well, they're doing Kate Bishop. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're doing Kate Bishop, and they're doing uh, freaking. Um, I forget the name of her character, but um, Scott Lang's daughter Cassie is she's her own hero as well. So maybe they're going to be setting her up with um, Catherine Newton coming into Ant Man and the Wasp three. Um, but yeah, the but the yeah the young the young Avengers versions are reincarnations of Tommy and and Billy, yeah, um, Wiccan and Speed. So 
yeah um so yeah maybe maybe we'll get a young avengers down the track that'd be sweet mm. i'm i'm keen for that that'd be fun so that, um, so there's a lot of theories yeah. uh, of what's going to happen at the end and it's, it's getting more more and more exciting of how they're going to do because they also yeah they can also introduce um mutants yeah yeah that's true I mean, they now own the rights to the to use the word mutants if they want. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're going to be doing X Men eventually. So because you know who um, is Wanda's uh, father. Wanda's father. Oh yeah, Magneto. Yeah. 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 In the comics. Because they so. said said uh, her parents are dead, and Vision's yeah. alive. So does that mean she can bring back Magneto and then we can have uh, a, 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 an X-Man? <laughs> <laughs> Ask Kevin Feige. <laughs> Oi, Feige. What you doing? Give us give us X. Do it. Give us X-Men Can now. you imagine if he actually listened to our podcast? <laughs> I would die. <laughs> I would die. I bet he's like just sitting there listening to us talk about, you know, good, all these theories good. and going... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you um, did you hear um, mm-hmm. Ben Affleck actually basically went on all fours about Kevin Feige? Oh yeah, like he praised him big time. Yeah, right? yeah. I think someone's hankering for for a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bring back Daredevil. No, no, I... Bring back Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh no. No, not that version. Oh come on. No. It's not that bad. No. Unless <laughs> look, unless they're putting him in Spider-Man 3 with everybody else, then yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm. Um yeah, you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up? I want to know cuz at the end of the episode when Geraldine is actually literally kicked out. Yep. Of her reality, the she's she's got a spotlight on her from the helicopter. Mm-hmm. So I like I'm wondering whether she is part of what's happening there, or whether she is just Rogue. someone that's just been brought out. No, she's part of him because she was because that's sword right. So that's the the organization who is monitoring the situation, right? Yeah. Um, in in the episode, Wanda looks at the necklace she's wearing, and it's the symbol that we've been seeing everywhere. It was on the helicopter. It was on the beekeeper. The symbol of this sword in a that's circle. That's right. Okay. So yeah. So they they've come to you know see if she's okay following her you know forced removal. Um, and yeah, so I, but yeah, I don't know more than that. Um, yeah. I guess we'll find out more next week. I'm kind of hoping we get a whole episode of just sword backstory or like wonder that backstory, like leading up to how she ended up doing this kind of thing. Like I kind of, you know, I just want a, an isolated episode that brings you up to speed. That's just completely expositiony. I don't care. It's, f- I, I just kind of want that. And I feel like this is a good, now that we're out of the sitcom world, that would be a cool opportunity for them to dive into just, you know, the real world for, for one week, yeah. um, at least, to kind of move the story along as well. But judging on the, the, the picture that they've got on IMDb for episode four, it's a picture of um, Agnes in 80s, like, gym outfit. So I don't think that's happening. Mm. But 
I think that would be cool if, if they did, but I guess we'll we'll find out. Yeah. Another we'll another out. thing that I did notice though is it's the thing that Geraldine was kicked out of. It's almost like there's this force field sort of thing yeah. happening. And there's poles there that's sort of pointing towards it. I'm not sure if that is by sword, if you're saying that. Yeah. Just sort of keeping it contained. No, I think that was just lights. Yeah. I don't know. I think there were lights. But, yeah, you could be right. There could be some kind of device to, like, prep, stop it from spreading further out. Because mm. maybe that's why they've rocked up, is to try and help Wanda stop her from whatever she's doing, uh, at, you know, get her under control. Or yeah. maybe they're trying to keep this in so it doesn't spread. Because yeah. she's obviously lost control of to a certain degree. Like, she has control, but I, I feel like some part of her is just snapped. So she's just not entirely with it. Yeah. Going forward, yeah. If you're dealing yeah. with grief, it's a very fascinating coping coping mechanism if you can bend reality at your will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Pretty bloody much, yeah. So, which is why I've, yeah, I've thought all along that Wanda was in charge because it just seems like this is her way of yeah. dealing with, you know, not having, not having a vision anymore. But, yeah. Can we also mention the little ads they chuck in? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're great. I mean, I love Hydra. the ads. The Hydra Soak, which was a, a reference to an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I really appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a cool little Easter egg. But um, but I love... I don't, like, I, my, my favorite one so far was the first ad with the, the uh, Stark Industries toaster that makes the Iron Man sound when you turn it on. Yeah. And then it was, and when it was lit up, it was the only red thing in the episode. Like, and then the tag, one of the taglines for it was like, forget your past, this is your future. And I'm like, that's exactly what Wanda's trying to do. Like, I just thought that was very clever. But yeah, the ads are really cool. Nice, a nice touch. Mm. What was the second one? I feel one? like something... The striker Something, watch. I think yeah. Hyd- the striker watch. I think, yeah. I think Hydra's trying to infiltrate on uh, on Wanda. Well, H- Hydra's a big part of her, you know, becoming the Scarlet Witch. But yeah, they're not around anymore. So mm. yeah, I think it's just these ads. But seem it keeps to be... popping up. Well, yeah, because yeah. these are. I think because she's dealing with everything. Yeah. And like Tony Stark is the root of her trauma. You know, because when I Age of Ultron, we find out that, you know, her and her brother and their family were, you know, uh, there was a bombing in Sokovia and the bomb didn't go off and they hid under their kitchen table for like three or f- three, four, five days waiting for the bomb to explode and it had a Stark Industries logo on it. Uh, so that's, that's why right. she, they, they joined forces with Ultron and that's, well, that's why they joined, sorry, first uh, Baron Von Strucker who experimented on them and gave them their powers. Um, so that's where that starts. And then that's why you have the Strucker, the Strucker watch in the second episode. But yeah, the Hydra soak thing, I don't, apart from being an agents of shield reference, I don't get how it ties in other than the fact that it's just an excuse to mention Hydra <laughs> and, and their involvement with, with Wanda, mm-hmm. um, earlier in the MCU. I think mm-hmm. because, uh, what was in the ad is like, you got all these troubles, just, just soak and relax in, just be yeah. absorbed by your own by your own water so every escape yeah escape to another yeah escape to another world without going in yeah i think it's more metaphorical than yeah yeah so that's yeah so yeah no that's that's good good point i forgot about that aspect i saw her on the internet and i actually quite appreciate that um people people have been calling the the stork um who could be the most powerful being in the universe because he can withstand wanda's power of, of the 
Yeah, because he kept shrugging off that red dust she was throwing at him. Yeah, uh, uh, I actually quite like them that they call that they're calling the stork Tony. T- Tony Stork. Tony Stork. <laughs> yeah. Tony Stork. That's great. I love it. Yeah. Freaking awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Shall that do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty Sweet. much. Um, right. th- th- yeah. Those are all my yeah. theories, and they could change. Yes. Could change next week. Yeah, yeah. Until we see next Keep week's episode, posted. things could, yes, could, things could be different. But stay tuned for our thoughts in episode four next week. Um, yeah, that was that was fun. Great. Yay! Yay! Vision still confuses <laughs> me. Vision confuses yeah. me. Why? Is he back or is he not? Or is he a manifestation of Wanda? So does that mean? Well, that's. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering about what Vision and the, the, the twins. Like, are they all real? I feel like they're all going to be real by the time it's over. Yeah. But um, whether or not they're actually really real or just a figment mm. of her creation. That's why I think the people are real. Because if, yeah. if you're in a dream, basically, are people outside of the room that you're in still exist in that dream? Or... Uh, do they exist when yeah. you're looking at them? Yeah. And that's why I think that that's these fair. people are real because, you know, Vision sees them. And if Vision yeah, if Vision yeah. could, could possibly be um, the eyes and ears of Wanda, maybe, or he is back somehow. I would I would probably, that's a good point, I would probably put that down to maybe Vision is, is back mm. because he was able to, you know, interact with them independently of Wanda. And, you know, and Wanda wasn't there to hit the rewind button either. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a good point. Maybe he actually is back. That's exciting. And I it, hope so, because I love Paul Bettany. And he doesn't have a soul. <laughs> oh, I don't want soulless vision. Well, <laughs> a soulless vision is a funny vision. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Well, <laughs> I like I like the gummed up vision from last week. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. And yet it worked. And yet, it, yeah, it was great. <laughs> Flourish! <laughs> you don't need to say it. <laughs> uh, good stuff. All right. Yeah. Done. Done. WandaVision discussion for this week. Um, awesome. Mm-hmm. That was popcorn culture. Yay. Which means we're almost at the end of the show. But before we go, it's time to check in with what's up with Fred. Um, starting with the fact that. My Loki video passed a thousand views this week. Yay! Yay. I can't believe it. <laughs> Freaking believe I'm gobsmacked. Just absolutely gobsmacked. Smacked. Well, smacked in the gob. Thank you. <laughs> smacked well in the gob. Um, yeah. Freaking astounding. Thank you so much to all 1,000 of you who have watched <laughs> me lose my shit about Loki. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I love that video. Loki girl, Loki girl. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just very, yeah, I'm feeling very... Chuffed. Very very nice and warm uh, about all that. It's really cool. Um, Yeah, so there's that. And then, uh, yeah, I started my non-scripted ramblings, WandaVision review series. Um, I put out episode one on Friday, which was the episodes ones and twos. Um... And, uh, yeah, and then today I put out uh, the episode three review. Cool. I've seen so, it and I've liked yeah. it. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Oh, thanks, man. I mean, you know me. I like to I like to watch things uh, double the speed so I can get get it done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that makes sense considering my first video is half an hour and my second one's 20 minutes, so I don't blame you for the double speed. No, no, no. It's, it's not against you. That's, that's, what I, that's what I always do. That's just and how then, you do. And then Sammy's, like, next to me. It's like, oh, that's Kendall. Why is she talking so fast? <laughs> I have superpowers. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thanks for watching. Um, yeah. yeah, it's been fun to get back in front of the camera and, and review and discuss and theorize and all of that stuff. Um, and look so, out yeah, and watch the space and look out for the cutouts. Look out for what? Look look out for the cutouts in your video. Cutouts. Yeah. What cutouts? The, the cutouts are, that are in the back in the background of your video. Oh. oh. <laughs> I thought you meant like editing. I'm like I don't edit these. I'm lazy. I just put them up. <laughs> Oh yes, my my. <laughs> no, it's, I don't care. Uh, I'm I'm transparent. Um, no, yeah, yeah. No, I'm trying. Cut out. I'm trying to get people to watch it so they say, "Oh, that's a dot dot dot." Write in the comments of of what you see. Yes, yes. Look out for my cardboard cutouts and, uh, in my backdrop. I'm making I'm making people intrigued. Yes, thank you, thank you. That's right. Thank you. I'm, Appreciate it. I'm a spokesperson. <laughs> you are <laughs> and a good one at that um yeah so that's that uh and then Fulia and i have an uh, an episode of the monthly to record yep. and release this week yep so that's fun looking forward to doing that yep what's it That'll about not telling oh <laughs> it's all right right. i'll listen to it double the speed yeah good Oh, thanks. <laughs> Super fast, Kendall yeah. and Fulia. I'm a very yes. busy So man. that'll be fun. That'll be, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. Um, so that will be released on Wednesday, uh, last Wednesday of January already. Not so. Um, I couldn't believe it. The moment you said, you messaged me about recording this week, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's this week. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just where is the time gone? January, we're already at an end. We're already nearly done with Jan. Just ridiculous. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Fulia, any, yes. any foolish Fuji news you'd like to share? Uh, still, you know, doing the same thing. Every Tuesdays and Thursdays, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Times on Twitch. Um, I'm sort of trying to find a way to incorporate other games other than Animal Crossing this time <laughs> because I do have a... It's a small backlog of games that I really want to play, um, but I want to play them on uh, on uh, live on on stream mm-hmm. because I feel like it'll be more inter- entertaining in that instance. Yeah, definitely. Um, and especially with like first reactions and stuff like that to games that I'm playing for the first time. Um, so I'm I'm trying my best to sort of play around with the different titles that I have um, at the moment. Though uh, Animal Crossing is still the game. Uh, that I am playing only because I've got um, some villager hunting to do for a particular villager that I don't want, but Ooh. I have no choice to get because it was part of the stretch goals for my charity stream that I did. Oh, no. <laughs> so I have to. 
And until I find that villager, my viewers aren't going to leave me alone about it. Oh, no. So... Naggy, naggy, nag, nag. <laughs> nice. But I love them nonetheless. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, uh, not a lot else. I'm trying to think of ways to bring out some YouTube content. I'm still sort of in a bit of a pre-production phase of that, of what I can do. I'm thinking of maybe doing a Let's Play um, with some PlayStation games because I recently bought myself a PS5. Nice. Um, and so I'd like to be able to go back to some of the PS4 titles that I never got a chance to play because I don't own PS4 um, so that I can do a Let's Play with, with those games and maybe some of the newer titles that are coming out um, and I think I'm going to start off with Immortals Phoenix Rising. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently it's very Legend of Zelda-esque in terms of gameplay. Um, so it, it's sort of story-based, but a, there's a lot of puzzles to it. Um, so I'm really interested to see whether I'll enjoy this because I tried playing Legend of Zelda like some of the other games and I didn't really enjoy it as much as I thought I would, but that's only because I never grew up with them. Uh, like most people would have. So it's probably the reason why I don't really like it. But hopefully I'll be able to get into something like Immortals Phoenix Rising. So we'll see how see how we go. Cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it at the moment. How about yourself, Michael? Yeah, nothing much. Uh, except for the... Um, I'm going to do this unboxing video of the, uh, the 100 box set scratch-off bucket list that I actually purchased from a JB Hi-Fi. Uh, no plug. Um, <laughs> I'll probably do that, and I'll probably release it on my birthday. So, so hey. a good good round number, and see see how many I can do within a year. Good little channel challenge mm, for myself. That'd be interesting to see. Nice. Because it because it's just series, and and having a look at here, they've got Game of Thrones, and I'm not sure if I should like rewatch them or just. Scratch the ones that I have seen. I don't know. What what are you, what are you guys reckon? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever whatever you feel is right in the moment, I guess. Yeah. Tell you what, if uh... I reckon if you if you have if you have seen a particular box set, then you don't have to worry about rewatching it unless you really want to. Yeah, that's true. I'd probably just scratch. I'd probably just scratch the off the ones you've seen, yeah. and then and then just go from there. Well, I'm planning to do like a, a video each time I finish a box set, so it will be cool if I can get these done within a week. Unless there's like ones that are like, if Supernatural's on there, it's going to be fucking tough. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, fifteen seasons. Well, hopefully, uh, Kendall, maybe uh, Fireflies on here. Yeah, that'll be easy for you. And you can actually finally watch it. Exactly. And give my views yeah. on it. And not be pressured. Yes, please. And not be pressured by someone who actually likes it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll just and be... then you can watch Serenity after that. No, no, no. Box sets. That's a movie. No, I know. But, like, you can watch Serenity. No, nah, I won't well. have time. <laughs> I'll probably won't. too many box sets to get through. <sighs> and if, Wanda... okay. and if right. WandaVision's on here, I can't, I can't watch it. I can't watch it anymore. <laughs> I'll probably get up to like the the last episode. It's like, sorry, I can't watch it. You can't talk. You can't oh talk God. about it. You're gonna have to unspoil it for me. <laughs> no. Tricky. I hope that doesn't. Ha that won't happen. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> so that's what I'll be it's doing fine. in the week. Yeah. <laughs> I look forward. I look forward to checking out your uh, unboxing of your box set poster. That's gonna be sweet. 
yeah. Mm, and I'll be list- yeah. listening them down. And I'll be asking people, because I'll, I'll put a list and I'll ask people, it's like, okay, out of these four, which I should do next? It'll be, it'll be interesting. Mm. Yeah, no, it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. I'm excited. All right, watch this space for some content from Mike. Yeah. And from all of us. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Who's Oliver? Yeah. <laughs> all of us. Oliver, we don't have an Oliver here. All of, I said, I said, all of us. <laughs> Dave's not here. <laughs> ah, funny. All right, cool. That'll do it for this week, I think, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Yay! Yeah. Thank you. And that was, was a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Here are the pluggity plug plugs. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And for Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredtheleanproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery with our unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team. Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, our live stage shows, and more. That was the Fred plug. Yeah, it was. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fuga Cantarmaggio. And I've been a Wayne Stellini. And you've just experienced <laughs> a podcast, a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Remember to eat beef. Freddy's alive. <laughs> Freddy lives. Freddy lives. <laughs> Nothing is real. Nothing is real. This is a simulation. It, everything is a simulation. We're all in the matrix. We're made, all batteries. Made by made by Wanda Maximoff. <laughs> and we're all gonna get kicked out now. Yeah. And, and, and But I will actually uh, add here. Uh, what there there was a Martha moment. Oh yeah. Yeah. When when uh, when. Uh, uh, when, when she said she, uh, he was killed by um, uh, uh, Ultron, wasn't he? Why would you say that name? It <laughs> 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 was great. <laughs> I love that I'm the only one laughing. <laughs> oh, that was good, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And... And... <laughs>